Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And good morning. It is Life Planet 101. Angela and Aaron in the building for Life Planet 101. Good morning. Good Monday morning and happy to be here. And uh, I tell you what, we're going to have a little bit of fun today because, uh, Aaron, you got me on to something last week and I'm really excited to throw it back at you today. Uh, but uh, oh, boy. oh boy, yes, we do have our very own CFA in, uh, in house with us today and we're excited to have him. And uh, we're going to be talking all things stonks, right? Is that the term stonks. Reddit uses? Is yes. stonks? So um, you you asked me. Only go up. Yeah, right. You you asked me a little bit about Reddit last week, and I thought, you know, I don't know enough about Reddit, and I found out why I don't know enough about Reddit. Over sixty five percent of users are ages eighteen to twenty nine years old. Um, so there's number one. But I found out another thing about Reddit is that they have their own language on Reddit. It's like kind of like going, as I understand it, kind of like going to the bar. And everybody just shares their best story, you know, whether it's uh, it's usually success, right? They don't want to talk about the other ones probably as much. But, you know, everybody's sharing their best story and everybody's just feeding off of each other. What a great place to get investment advice, by the way. I mean, goodness, <laughs> that's that's amazing, right? Um, yeah, I took a class on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Reddit. right. That's right. But uh, we're not going to be talking about going to, quote unquote, the moon today. Um, but I did learn that, you know, a lot of what we do is we have diet. Diamond hands. Did you know we actually have diamond hands, according to Reddit? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? We're prepared to hold on to a stalker security for an extended period because we believe it will ultimately profit despite any fluctuations that it may have. That sounds so old school, but I mean, they make it so new. Diamond hands. That sounds so different. It does. It and does. Be disciplined. That makes you sound old. Yeah. Be disciplined. Diamond hands. Hey, it kind of has a ring to it. I mean, I. I like diamonds, so um, there you go. <laughs> but uh, with that, we're excited to have you on. And I know, I know, this has been a crazy year <laughs> of all things. I mean, has there been anything normal about these markets whatsoever? Not one bit. Yeah, including GameStop yeah, and Reddit. Instead, in, all of it, all <laughs> of it. This is, you know, we, we've run through rough patches before. You know, but this year has been a true head-scratcher of what's going on. It's been crazy. Most of the time we have a game plan of what we're going to do and how we're going to profit and how we're going to protect. And this year it's just, you know, I'm bald at this point. Um, (laughs) I pulled out all my hair. Um, Is there a term for that on Reddit? Yes, there is, and the subreddit is. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't know about that. <laughs> go down that, go, go down that, that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to try to make a little bit of sense of everything that's going on. If you take a step back, you can see why all this craziness is happening. We just don't know how long it's going to take place. There's been two main things that's been happening uh, this year. Number one is the easiest, and we've been preaching about this for a long time, and that is just the valuation of, of growth stocks. They're through the roof. 
if you look at a company or you start reading Wall Street or get on, uh, listen to um, people pitching their stocks and they're they're talking about why 40 times revenue is okay. Goodness. And they're trying to justify that. Uh, we pretty much know we're at the end of a, a bubble. Yep. It's been insane. And people can defend it and they're willing. But when you go back and you're looking at a normalized one to two times revenue, and all of a sudden they're all the way up to 40, it's scary. It gets really scary. And uh, what's been happening is is we've been coming out of these very super expensive stocks and going into the cheap stuff. We have what we're going to call a reflation of our economy. Hmm. So all the companies that have been beat up so much through COVID are having their day in the sun. Just this year, those beat up companies are up about 20%. And everything that, that had a great year last year is flat or negative. Yeah. And we've seen a, a huge correction because all of those companies were up 20% a month ago. Right. You know, so we've seen a, seen a huge correction. So that is normal. Hey, we found normalcy yes. in the market. You know, things are supposed to come in and out of style and sector. And, That's right. And uh, you're supposed to have these fluctuations. So good. There we go. That's right. So, so that, that's a great question. Hashtag tendies. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we having right now? Are we having new leadership in the market? Is the, the day of the FANG stocks over with and now we're back to old school energy and industrials? Is there new leadership or is this just a reversion to the mean? You know, and the way I kind of look at it is this is going to be a reversion to the mean. We at least got to get back to some kind of normal price of where we were in February of last year. You know, a bunch of those companies have been cut in half. So even before we start talking about growth, they've got to come back to normal. And an uh, easy way to look at it is energy companies. You know, we're all getting back on the road. We're all getting back on airlines. So those companies should come back to normal. Think of Coca-Cola I think we've talked about this before. All the people in all the stadiums buying a Coke this time of year, March Madness. Mm. Who, who's been watching that? Yeah. There's nobody in the stands. There's no Cokes being sold. Yeah. You know, so. A little hard to sell Coke over Zoom. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we are going to see some sort of reversion to the mean of those companies getting back to normal. And that's exciting. Yeah. But... If we just do away with valuation and say, okay, we're just in this world that things are more expensive, if that's normal, then what's really upsetting the market right now is interest rates. And it's hard to fathom how much interest rates affect our everyday life. And I think if you sat down with a group of people and a pen and a paper, you could put down a, a pretty big list of what it does. You know, if you think of everything. In every from, industry. Every industry. Even from down to your employer. You know, if your employer can get cheap interest rates, then, you know, more than likely they're going to expand. So your your job gets better or, mm-hmm. you know, your income goes up. Mm-hmm. But other than the employer, look at your house. You know, look at your credit cards. Look at the savings rates. It's across the board. 
Yeah. So let's take a break right there because I think that's a good hook, line, and sinker to get everybody back here to hear about what this is going on because there is massive movement with interest rates right now and the impact on the overall economy. And I know everybody wants to know, you know, looking forward, what should they be doing? How should they be positioning themselves with this whole reflation thing? Yes. Right here on Life Planning 101 when we come back. We're back with Life Planning 101, Aaron and Angela in the studio this morning. Yes, and we are talking all things stanks, stonks. I think it's stonks. not stanks, but stonks. it should be stanks if you're you're on uh, you know Reddit and Robinhood, right? Um, <laughs> and the reality is, is this has been a crazy year. And I was actually listening to something this morning about you know good things come from darkness. <laughs> and I think a lot of people have experienced darkness on Robinhood. But my hope is is that they realize what, you know, longtime investor, successful investor always says is that risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. And in reality, you know, if you're taking your advice from Reddit to do your investments, then you're probably in that place that you don't know what you're doing. And there's a reason that we have a job. There's a reason that we get to do what we do. And really, it's to have diamond hands. It's to find a, a good discipline and to stay focused over the long term. And how do you do that when the world around you is changing at Mach 10, which is what we feel like is happening right now and in these last several months, Aaron. And I know you brought up some amazing things before the show, you know, talking about reflation, which I love that, and then talking about interest rates and this massive movement. And so I know everybody's wanting to know, okay, what does this mean for me? Great question. Back to the Reddit and not knowing what you're doing. I saw a meme the other day and um, showed this investor, and uh, she was very upset and bawling. And the, the reason was is because her stocks didn't go up 18% in one day. <laughs> it's like, this is not normal. This is the end. Should we be concerned that, that Reddit could have that kind of a uh, change of the stock market? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it, obviously, if you know, it's it's a uh, it's a trend, and yes, that that's apparent. I mean, you you know, mentioning you know people getting hurt as quick as they are making money, and that will start to fizzle out once everybody the pain is bad enough. You know, just like anything else does. And unfortunately, that's what we're talking about. The break is is Robin Hood is more like going to Vegas investing. investing quote unquote not really investing you know than it is actual investing and so what is the difference and you know i think that if over 65 percent of these people are 18 to 29 it's just it's a learning curve that's got to be had it's a big big learning curve you know this is not going to sound good but uh, retail investors have always been called the dumb money because number one it's the smallest group out there and they usually don't have a whole lot of discipline. So it's almost been a rule of thumb. You do the opposite of what retail does because right. they're, they're investing on all emotions. But uh, to your point earlier, this is a fantastic time because this is the first time that retail as a whole has come together mm-hmm. as one. You know, this is like the Battle of Little Bighorn. <laughs> you know, they've all come together. <laughs> This one place, and, and they're putting down their fight, and it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. But yeah. Anyways, anyways, back to interest rates. So we have this fear of inflation, 
And it's the first time we've had this fear in a long time. I know I've spoke a lot, a lot on here about what technology has done to inflation. It's immensely uh, deflationary. You know, you just think about every computer program that's taken the place of a worker, how much more efficient our factories are, everything. Technology is lowering the cost, and it's immensely deflationary. But something happened last year that we don't know what how to deal with it, and that is the government printed out a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money. They, they basically just doubled the amount of circulating cash in our country. So we should have... And then they doubled down. Yes. In 2021. Boom. And they doubled down. So we should have this huge, huge amount of inflation. And the way our government or our, our Fed fixes that is they raise interest rates. So we've got this double-edged sword of increasing interest or inflation and increasing interest rates. And just within this month, we've seen interest rates go from 1.14 to 1.75. And I know that sounds like a whole lot of nothing. Both numbers are super low, but that's a 50% move that's in huge. interest rates. That's huge. If you look at the long-term treasuries, you have a, what they call a duration of between 20 and 30%. So for every 1% interest rate move, those long bonds go down 20 to 30%. So how's all this tied together? Well, technology, a lot of technology companies don't make money. Um, they have lots of revenue, but they're pouring all their money back in the R&D, and there's just no real profit. So when we're valuing tech companies... We might be looking at revenue numbers for seven years. So if I'm discounting those seven years at 1%, that's a whole lot cheaper than if I'm discounting it by 2 3 5%. So in the models, with interest rates going up and where we think they're going to go, we're seeing technology companies just come crashing, crashing down. And it's been painful. It's been very painful. Uh, some things that are the opposite you know if, if we're, we're wanting to get out of these long duration and very interest rate sensitive companies you know we need to get super super short or get into value companies value companies are a lot of the times our reversion to the mean right so we're not looking at something taking place over seven or ten years mm -hmm. we're looking at something coming back to normal within the next one to two you know, so that time frame is a lot smaller, and we're not near as interest rate dependent as these long tech companies. So there's a great reason why we're seeing what we're seeing. People are flooding out of bonds, they're flooding out of growth, and they're flooding into floaters, senior loans, value companies, all these things are that aren't near as interest rate dependent as the others a tidal wave of change tidal wave of change so how do we make tendies out of that you don't want to miss <laughs> it when we come back on life planning 101 we're back with life planning 101 aaron and angela in studio yes and we're so happy to have our cfa on especially when there's so much going on in this market and so much change this year in 2021 and i i tell you what um i had a conversation with one of the families we work with this weekend uh having a lump sum of money come in and say you know what what should we be doing because this just seems like a 
a crazy time to be invested with these prices so high. Should we should we put be be actually investing our dollars today, or should we be taking that money out and doing something different with it? And you know, I know another question that we just got when we were talking in the break was, and now we've got a different regime, we've got a different presidency, and so what does this all mean? And is it still a viable time to be? invested and try to make money that's loaded (laughs) (laughs) it's almost always a good time to be investing there's all sorts of people out there that think that they can time the market and there are some good ones that do it once or twice you know but for the most part timing getting in and out just does not work there's a reason that that most investors make about two percent and it's because of trying to time the market. And the market always climbs a wall of worry. Mm. Always. There's always a reason not to invest. Well, I'd say that wall of worry got bigger. Yes. Yeah, yes. unless you're at the border, it came down. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, to be fair, there hasn't been a time ever that there, there aren't reasons to not invest. You know, but you said something on the break that you just have to look elsewhere. You know, leadership in the market constantly changes. If we look at the uh, the indexes that we gauge ourselves against, S&P 500 or any of the others, almost all of them are market cap weighted. So the ones at the top are the ones that have been doing the best in the very uh, near future. And it changes. I think that's it's a that's changes. an important thing to see because, you know, when people people investors as is, is general when they look at the market that's what they look at cnbc fox news they put they pull up what's there in front of them right and yeah. they see those numbers mm-hmm. but in reality i think it's a good reminder what you just said that those numbers really don't mean anything because they're so weighted in generality to a select few stocks that we're just counting on those few stocks to tell us where we really are yes from an economic exactly standpint right. You know, the, the 30% of the S&P is just the top tech stocks, you know. So if you look at that, and if you go back to what we were talking about earlier with duration and what interest rate does to technology companies, there's a reason that the S&P is down or, or basically flat right now compared to these value companies that are up, you know, double digits. Uh, we are heavily weighted. Uh, think back to, you know, 2008, we had our first trillion-dollar company. I guess it was 2007. Exxon hit a trillion dollars. Mm. You know, it was, it was the number one holding in the, the S&P 500, the largest company out there. You know, now Exxon's about half that size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> half that size. And where, where's the leadership now? So markets change. Indexes change. Leaderships change. And doesn't mean it's a poor time to invest. We have to stay nimble, and we have to look and see what's going on out there, where money's going what industries are growing, what people are doing, and what the future has for us, you know, going forward. That's the most important. Don't be so stringent in our beliefs and our thoughts that we're stuck in these things that don't work. Yeah, you know, I think it's important as investors develop biases, all of us, every one of us do over time. And, you know, when drastic change happens, it calls for drastic challenge to the way you've been thinking. Is it really, really the way you should be thinking on a go-for basis? 
And I know that's something you do constantly is you write things on your whiteboard and, you know, make yourself ask questions around them um, and talking to other other analysts out there. And I think now more than ever, it's so important to have somebody that's non-emotional and disciplined in those strategies and be looking for something to, to help you go the long go, have those diamond hands because you need them. You know, short-term hands are not going to work in this environment. No. No, it's not. And the more that our emotions play in our investing, the worse it's going to end up. And it, it's always been that way. That's why we base all of our investing on uh, behaviors, you know, because we know how we're going to behave. We know how we're going to act. We're going to get super greedy when things are going up, and we're going to get super fearful when things are going down. And how do we take advantage of it? We know it's coming. Mm-hmm. We know it's coming. So you better have some rules in place and um, some disciplines to make sure you take advantage of it. And like you said, you can't be so closed-minded that you can't look behind every door to find something that should work and uh, should help you in the long term. I want to end with one thing and make sure, you know, all of our listeners know, I think now is a really good time, if you haven't done this already, to test your risk tolerance, to go back and make sure that you are positioned for that long term from a risk perspective, because there is volatility now and there's going to continue to be volatility because there's some drastic changes happening in the markets. And so we have a cool tool on our website. Go use it www.kennedy-financial.com www.kennedy-financial.com what is my risk score it gives you your risk score just like as if you are driving down a highway and what you feel comfortable driving you know yes. what what speed limit you're you're comfortable with and you know then you can take your investment or your portfolio and dump it in and see if it matches see where you're at see if you're ready to have those hashtag diamond hands with that portfolio or not <laughs> because if you're not then there's no way you're going to make hashtag tendies that's profits aka by the way um so you know this is extremely important whether you're a reddit user a robin hood user or you are retired and you are just sitting there you know wanting your money to start working for you and not have to worry about it today is no different than it was yesterday and it's no different than it was 20 years ago or 30 years ago things are changing that's the constant and we've just got to be positioned that we're proactive but yet disciplined at the same time for more information about this make sure you contact us www.kennedy-financial.com aaron kennedy our very own cfa thank you for being here and and talking about this crazy market and all that's going on and helping us to make sense of it and give us some sage advice for going forward as investors guys if you're old like me is it too late to invest if you're past 50 absolutely not there's never a too late to invest (laughs) there's always a should you be investing for what reason yes awesome guys thank you very much life planning 101 Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & 
Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.